Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello, welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Joe, my co-host and uh, fellow uh, cleanup on aisle 12, Chris Tour. Today's episode, we're reviewing the 2023 action thriller film, The Killer. This is directed by David Fincher, or a screenplay by Andrew Kevin Walker, based on the French graphic novel series, The Killer, written by Alexis Nolent. So uh, we had seen uh, previews for upcoming David Fincher film and David Fincher, fantastic director. We were pretty uh, psyched to see this, especially Michael Fassbender leading this film. So we were eager to see what Netflix was going to cook up with this one. Uh, Chris, give us a brief synopsis of The Killer. We follow our main character, played by Michael Fassbender, who is, of course, The Killer. And after a hit goes wrong... He goes on an international manhunt to clean up the mess and figure out what happened. This movie was pretty cool. Um, it's a very interesting film because I was I was trying to think too, like with David Fincher. I was like, what are the last David Fincher films I you know seen? And there's something about him with this film that it, it's you know as much as our main character is very like has a regiment focus. That is very much David Fincher with his direction as well. What's so cool about this film is Michael Fassbender doesn't have like a ton of dialogue, but you have a lot of this like in his head dialogue. Um, and he talks about all like of his kind of what he has to kind of do to get focused to do a kill. So like the whole film starts off with he's he's doing this hit and he's like in this building across from another building where his target's going to be. And he has this whole dialogue of like, you know, you have to take your time. It's all about breath. It's patience you know and he has like a fitbit so he's always checking his heart yeah. rate and that's a like, good fast bender you know, impression about... by the way that was good that was a good voice <laughs> oh thank you i lo- i love that we have this kind of in his head dialogue of like what this guy's regiment is because he's and it's very, so tedious um, like in the first this first 30 minutes very like wow this is like it's almost shows you it's not glamorous to be a hitman <laughs> no i mean you know the idea of like don't get 
Don't get um, empathetic. Don't get attached. Just do the job. Look ahead. Move on to the next target. All this kind of stuff really sets up that this guy, you know, he's been doing this for a while. This is his profession. He's very good at it. But the idea of something going wrong, then it's like whoever was the person that hired him to do the hit might see it as like, oh, great. Now there's a big mess. It's better to clean the slate so that all that kind of goes away. So now naturally you would be very uh, nervous and think like, oh gosh, are people after me? And then the idea that he, he goes to kind of like maybe like one of his like, you know, homes where it's like he can kind of chill out and his girlfriend has been attacked brutally. She's still alive. She's in a hospital. But the idea that now this kind of becomes a revenge mission of, okay, someone was trying to come get me because of this hit gone wrong. I have maybe four or five targets that I'm going to go after. And this film was kind of, it's kind of broken up a little chapters. So it's like, you know, different places where he goes to, you know, find each target. Each target leads him to like the next big target. There's a sharpness to all the sets, especially like when he's in these cities at night, the color palette that Fincher just really plays with, with, you know, with Fassbender and all the characters really pops and it's a good thriller like i thought i thought it was pretty impressive especially because because he is this meticulous killer you see him now like in stress mode of you know he has different passports he has a whole storage unit with like multiple license plates he has all the the tricks and tools he needs to kind of get around but he's ever on edge that he could be in the wrong place at the wrong time and he's got these targets to hit. And it is brutal. I mean, like, there is a coldness to this character. And again, he says it throughout the film multiple times. Don't get empathetic. Don't don't get attached. Don't feel vulnerable. And there was some deaths where I was just like, like my jaw dropped. Like, yeah. <laughs> there was one in particular, um, a person that falls down the stairs. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say how they yeah, die. Yeah. That I was just like, I was like, good God, man. Fastbender was the perfect person to cast for this because he just has that look where like, you know, the dude's handsome. The dude just has that sharp kind of bond look to him. This is a very opposite kind of vibe where he is this assassin and mm-hmm. he's going to do what he's got to do. And he's going to come after you and the dude's going to kill you. He's yeah. called the killer. That's what he is. We yeah, don't have like, a no, name. He's, he's, not, he's not, not going to have a little chat with you. Um, no, I I agree. I what I what I enjoyed is the the tension um, throughout the film. I liked um, later in the film you see a lot of more in depth of how he has like tries to infiltrate certain areas, and I thought it was like very like how he's they show his attention to detail and just like you know oh I'm gonna spy on this person. So it's like I love the different identities that they can't keep showing that he he has. Oh, hey, Charles Schwartz. Oh, hey, uh, Felipe, Felipe, you know. So I thought that was really cool. Um, but I will say, yeah, there is a there is a coldness. I think the theme of the film and the what Fassbender brings is a real coldness that you kind of like, wow, there is like no empathy to have at all. Like it's it's a very, it's a very dark, very, very gritty kind of film where I almost it almost has that kind of feel of like I could see this film like like a 90s film or like a, a like an um, kind of a a dark uh, 90s detective film it kind of harkens back to I mean seven 
his like kind of uh, one of one of Fincher's you know best. So I I think that was really well done. I thought I thought I like the editing of the scenes where it was very like quick, very snappy, fast paced, and even in the trailer, it really kind of set up that. Although in the trailer, it has a little bit more like there there was even more fast paced stuff. There's not a there's a couple of those moments, but it's a lot of very quiet, very just kind of tense moments as you're just kind of in his head, kind of following some stuff. Yeah, a lot of the film he has headphones he puts in. He listens to like eighties music that like calms him down to like He's a big fan of the Smiths to, to do his. To, yeah, he loves the Smiths. That's like his go to band. But I love how like he would have headphones in, so you would actually hear just like a little bit of music outside of headphones. But then when to his point of view you would hear the music in full volume. Now, that was a really cool choice because it's like you get also in his head of like, what is he seeing? What's he doing? But yeah, it was fascinating when he would like sneak into places, how he would like, you know, he just find things. He would, he would go to Amazon to find it sponsored. Uh, Amazon has to like use Amazon to like get a couple things to get in. But I did like some of the narration because it did has like a noir kind of style. But I, I would have been okay if they cut some dialogue out to be okay in the silence. I think a little bit more of kind of what, you know, one film that I kind of, it kind of reminded me similar to, but I, I, I did, I definitely really enjoyed as well um, was the movie drive with Ryan Gosling where he's, yeah, I've never seen drive. Yeah. Oof, we're going to add that as a potential pick. Um, it's very, he's very, it's a very quiet narrator character. And I think I like the silent protagonist more because there's a lot more inference. And I think it would have added more to the intensity of like, you know, not really knowing what's going on. But I, I will say at least like the scenes where he's talking with someone or whatnot. And there's some really good like little little dialogue scenes. And a lot of these kind of questioning like, you know, why are you doing this and whatnot? I thought it was interesting. Well, yeah, I think Charles Parnell in here, um, Arliss Howard, at the very, you know, near the end, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, there's some great actors in here that are, you know, they kind of play off of. And they're, they're all mostly in short little almost like vignettes because of you know how the chapters are based out with Fassbender going from place to place. I will say, you know, maybe it's because we're in the day and age of John Wick and there's like an expectation. There is one fight scene in this film that is like almost too ridiculous. It's a little too intense. It was fun to watch. I had a blast watching it. But, you know, I sometimes there's these fight scenes where like, a person's trying to kill someone and the other person is very brutal and like very strong. And after so many hits of whether being punched, being thrown into a wall, slammed to a table, I'm like, there's no way you're still getting up and fighting. There's like, if I, if no I stub my toe, I'm out for like 10 <laughs> minutes in pain. Yeah. yeah. He like, there's a point where he's up against his guys, definitely like three times his size. Um, he's, he's, called, he's called the brute is yeah, the name exactly. of the character. It makes sense. And so, <laughs> but he's like, and even the guy, like this one guy gets stabbed and really uh, a place that I would like, I'm, I'm going to hospital. Um, yeah. It, it, it almost kind of takes you out of the film where at least with the John Wick, you get it like, okay, the hits keep coming, but even John Wick stumbling and, you know, losing appendages and stuff, but that, that it kind of take, does take you out of the film. That one scene, I'm like, how is he like, like he's barely limping he should be crawling out of this place so yeah i i think that one like uh maybe fincher was like i want to have one really brutal fight scene but i felt like it kind of took away from the the film a little bit i mean yeah i i see the point of this guy being a killer even though his usual method is you know a long range rifle or like 
meticulous plan. So he only has to do the the one shot and he's able to move on. But um, it did kind of show his survival instincts of, you know, how does he get the job done? And in showing too, he kind of has a dialogue moment of like, this is what it takes. This is what the job is. Um, and kind of an interesting message too. Like, you know, that there's people out there that are we all followers? Or are we kind of people that are our own, you know, by our own means, do we make our own path? And so definitely an interesting film. It's one that I would have been interested to see in theaters, but it did come out on Netflix. And so I think it's one you should definitely check out. I think Fincher is very meticulous with what he directed here. And it's a fun one to watch with Fastbender. It's it's a little dark. There's a couple brutal deaths, but it's a, it's a fun little film. So I'm going to give The Killer, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I enjoyed it. I liked the dialogue moments and uh, it's just an interesting, again, the, the color palette and the what, what they show on the screen really popped for me. So 8 out of 10 for The Killer. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to give it uh, 8 out of 10 as well. Another great addition to Fincher's catalog. I'm looking forward to seeing when he comes next. And again, anything I see Fastbender in, I'm fascinated. So you can check out The Killer exclusively streaming on Netflix. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.